0: Hey hey everybody! Hope you're doing well. Welcome to episode six of um, this podcast. And in this part, in in this uh, particular episode, I am going to talk about a couple things. Um, I took a moment to look at the situation with John Morant, and um, I, I saw it a couple weeks ago, and I had been meaning to talk about it because there was some stuff that kind of bothered me about his interview. And it wasn't necessarily about his behaviors and some of the things that he's been displaying on social media. I'm going to talk about that soon. But one of the things that bothered me was his appearance. And I'm going to get on that. Um, I'm going to get on that. But that was one of the things that I didn't like. So... I remember a couple of years ago, I was registering my daughter for elementary school. And I remember I was going into the school and it was during the summertime, of course. And this little girl went into the, she came in, she entered into the uh, principal's office and I was talking to the secretary. The secretary was an older lady. She had beautiful gray hair um, cause she was older, no, no disrespect to her, but she had this beautiful gray hair. It was tightly curled. Um, but it was full. It was just be- beautiful hairstyle. She was pretty, um, she was pretty nice to me. I went in, I told her, hello, I'm trying to register my daughter for school. And while she was registering my daughter, um, the little girl comes into the office and the little girl, you know, was out playing now, I don't know how this young girl looked before she got to school that day because when I went in there it was about 12 in the afternoon. So I don't know how this young lady looked while she was, you know, we don't know if her hair was done, if she may have taken it out, we don't know. But needless to say she had a full head of hair, Um, it was not necessarily all over her head Um, but it was just out. She didn't have a ponytail holder or anything. And it wasn't in a certain style that let you know that it was professionally done. And why would it be? You know, it's summertime. And again, little girls are just playing around. I didn't know that there was some type of code that she needed to go by. So, she just kept staring at this little girl while the little girl was in, in the office. And the little girl was so mannerly. She said, hi, good afternoon. She just was speaking to everybody. So, she went into the to the office, I guess, to drop off some stuff that the teacher had given her. And the the lady who was registering my daughter said, mm, what's going on with your hair? And the little girl was kind of smiling. She touched her hair and she was like, oh, um... I, you know, um, it's, it, you know, nothing, nothing's going on with it. And the woman was just, she was like, you like it? And the lady was like, mm. I mean, your mommy couldn't do your hair. And the little girl was like, oh, no, my, my, my mommy didn't do my hair. I just, I just have it out. And you could just slowly see her little smile kind of going away. So everywhere she was walking... In, in the office this woman just had questions to ask. So your 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 mommy didn't do your hair, grandmommy didn't do your hair, your auntie didn't do your hair? Why your hair not done? And the little girl's face just kind of went from a smile to just a straight face and I could just see the look on this little girl's face and man if I was totally thrown off by that. And I understand the importance of, especially the older generation. There are a lot of people that see a little girl and want their hair to be done, even down to a little boy. And they want their hair to be done. I get that. But sometimes we as adults and the older adults, we need to let children be children. Um, We understand that appearance is everything. Um, Here in PG County... A lot of the schools go by uniforms. Um, There's a multitude of reasons why they are doing uniforms. You know, we have the uniforms because, you know, um, because of the incomes that these families have. Sometimes we are mid to low income and trying to sit here and get the kids to wear certain clothes. There's bullying involved. You know, it's just too many things going on. You know, sometimes the clothes that some of these kids wear is not appropriate for school. Hey, you wear a uniform, easy, easy peasy. We don't have to worry. They don't have to worry about, you know, um, problematic clothes and things of the sort that would be affecting day to day uh, school life for these children. Um, Also, it's a bit easier on the parents' pockets because, again, if it's low income, if it's, you know, uh mid to low income, they don't have to worry about, you know, trying to get clothes for the kids that they have to wear. You know, trying to wear name brand. It's just too much, you know what I'm saying? And sometimes the name brand can also cause some issues. We're talking about theft. We're talking about, again, bullying. We're talking about competition. It's just too many things. So you know, you, you have these uniforms and, and that little girl was wearing a uniform as well. So the uniform policy has been in place for several years now. This is not something that just happened overnight. And I support the uniform idea. I really do. Um, I just think that it it makes sense, you know, but back to the hair, I just hated to see that little girl's face. Um, she wasn't being disrespectful. She was just smiling, she was just in her zone. You know what I'm saying? She was just in her zone. She was, you know, innocently coming into this office to drop off something. And this woman was sitting here just looking at her all types of crazy. And she spoke to the little girl. I mean, she spoke to this this woman. You know? How many young kids do we see that lack that home training, that lack that respect? Hello, how you doing? good afternoon and 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 i'm not knocking children for not having those manners i'm just saying when you see that it warms my heart that's how i was raised i speak to people you know i do i get all those salutations and and greetings out i think that's what you're supposed to do But when you see these babies do that, it's very heartwarming. Because, you know, um, the tone has changed over the years. But I digress. A lot of people are judged off of their hair. And I think it's truly unfair for you to be judged off of that. Now, back in the 80s, well, no, I don't want to say the 80s. Back in the 90s, I remember on Living Single, um, oh God, what is his name? I cannot remember, uh, it's, Max's friend, the one that they kept going back and forth with, Kyle, 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 back then he had those, um, small locks in his hair, I don't know if he had, they were just locks or if they were twists, I don't know, but he kept a nice, um, shape up and he had these locks in his hair um and Max always had um braids in her hair and she kept them really nice too but one of the episodes Kyle was I think he was some type of investment banker or a marketing strategist he was something and the one of the supervisors one of the managers came to him and told him that he wasn't excelling in the company because of his hair and he told him that he would need to change his appearance in order for him to move up in the company and so you know Kyle took it pretty serious and he tried different styles Uh, we also know that Kim Fields or Regine also you know she had locks in her hair. Sometimes she would have braids in her hair, but the majority of the time that we would see her on the show, she wore wigs. Now her, she wasn't being judged on her hair. She just did different things to her hair, but she mainly wore wigs and, you know, wigs have been something that we've seen for years and people wear wigs for different reasons. It could be because of alopecia. It could be, um, because the hair is not growing fast enough, um, you know, um, you unfortunately may be a, a, a patient that's going through certain treatments and it's affecting, um, the grade of your hair. And so you wear, you know, wigs because of that. We as black women, and again, you know, I am black and Hispanic, but growing up, Black girls to me were conditioned and programmed to have long straight hair. You look at Barbies and you see that they have these, the long bone straight hair. And you normally see that they are of a lighter complexion, blue eyes, blonde hair, right? To see diversity in these baby dolls, you see these Cabbage Patch babies that have the cute little yarn hair, but it's, you know, long, right? Still got the cute little curls, I mean, not curls, but the blue eyes, some had curls, but then when you had these little dark skinned Cabbage Patch dolls, they had the little picky hair and it would be curly, but it just looked like it was of a coarser texture. Or when you see these black Barbies, when they started to add diversity to it, these black Barbies, some would still have like hazel bron- hazel eyes or these blue eyes and this bone straight hair. And don't get me wrong, I'm a fan of a Barbie, but that wasn't realistic. And even my dad said, this is, this is not realistic at all. Um... having doll babies in my home was a little struggle because, you know, my my parents couldn't really find the little dark skinned babies, but eventually they found them. And, you know, um, you would see that they were just trying to condition the baby to have this, you know, or these doll babies to have this long hair and it's shiny and stuff like that. But my dad used to always say, this is not fully what my daughter is and so um I couldn't understand what he was talking about and then I remember (laughs) I remember when my mom would do my hair as I was growing up um my mother would you know she would do either two things to it she would wash it she would blow dry it she would either do two uh two two uh big cornrows or she would flat iron I mean not flat iron she would um put a hot comb through my hair, but my hair was so thick and I am very, uh, my scalp is very sensitive or as other people call it, tender headed. Because of that, um, I didn't really like how she did my hair. So I eventually started doing my own hair and my mom was like, if you're going to do your hair, you need to make sure that your hair is done at all times. Um, So I would do my own little ponytails. I would do my cute little plaits and put my cute little borets in it and stuff like that. I liked that. You know what I'm saying? I wasn't a cornrow girl, but I always taught myself how to do my hair. Um, Over the years, I've been very self-taught. I have taught myself how to color my hair, do crochets, do braids, do twists. I love hair. My only regret in life is not getting my cosmetology license, right? And my daughter and I, we were talking about that last night. Um, she she did an interview for me, on me, um, for International Women's Month. Or I, th- I think, yeah, this is Women's Month, right? Right. And she did an interview on me and she had to interview a woman that she looks up to. And it melted my heart when I found out that, you know, she interviewed me. And she asked me nine questions. And the second to last question was if I had a regret. And I told her it was getting my cosmetology license. Um, I think people, men and women should be able to express themselves through hair. But I understand that expressing yourself through hair is a very, mm, slightly a slippery slope. People will judge you on your hair some people say that you may not get a, a decent job because of your hair. Some people may not take you serious because of, you know, your expression through hair. And I remember a couple of years ago, Dove talked about the Crown Act and how the Crown Act was put in place to... um well, let me go back. Let me, let me, let me go back and see if I can break this down better. Dove and the Crown Coalition partnered together with the Senator of uh, California at that time to ensure the protection of hair discrimination based on uh, race-based hairstyles by extending statutory protection to hair texture and protective styles such as braise locks, twists, and knots in the workplace and public schools that is called the crown act. And I believe the crown act is broken down. Um, yeah, I believe it's broken down. I think it is, it's broken down in a certain way. And I'll look that up in a second while I'm talking with you. But yes, it's actually, it stands for creating a respectful and open world for natural hair. It is a law and it basically, um, prohibits racial discrimination based on natural hair textures and protective styles back in so let me give you my little story back in uh like I said I've been doing my hair for years I did my hair in um middle school excuse me elementary school then I went over to middle school yeah went over to middle school and before i went into middle school um there was a short period of time that i had went to panama i was going on to the sixth grade and i went to panama and it was super hot out there but you know when i was out there i got to meet my mother's side of the family um it was a big culture shock because everybody mainly the main um language there was spanish And I got to see a lot of the different family members and I got to meet like neighbors and just see the women there. The kids there are gorgeous, you know, but they didn't, they weren't the same, you know, skin color as I was. Um, my grandfather had the same, my grandfather had the same, um, skin color as I did. Um, and my uncle had, my uncle Robert has kind of like the same complexion I have. He might be a little bit darker. And then maybe, no, my uncle Lorenzo didn't. So it's just mainly my grandfather, my uncle Robert, we all kind of were like the darker complexion in the family. And then I would see the other ladies in the family, they seem to be a little bit lighter. So I have a cousin, two cousins. One is Monica, one is Gina. They're both sisters. We have the same skin complexion, but then the rest of my family is of a kind of slightly lighter, they're still brown, but of a lighter complexion. And I remember my uh, mother telling me that, you know, there's discrimination there, you know, yeah, we might be Hispanic, but if you are of a darker complexion, you know, you get judged. So I remember when I had went out into the city and I remember I had my hair done in these, you know, I had like I think I had my hair like in um, some ponytails or whatever. And I had on this little outfit or whatever. And everybody was looking at me kind of funny. And I said, you know, gr- Grandpa, why is everybody looking at me funny? He said, I think they know you're American. But some of the kids that were looking at me, you know, like they were looking at my hair. And, you know, one one of them even threw some bananas and was making like the little monkey noise. It was really disrespectful. But I couldn't understand what was going on. And I could... You know, it just, all those eyes on me felt very weird, you know. So, come back here to the United States, and I go to Montgomery County Public School, because at that time, my parents had moved away from PG, and we were going to, um we were living in Montgomery County, so I went to a Montgomery County school. Most of the kids that I seen there were, of uh, you know, were Caucasian, some were of lighter complexion because some of the children who were there were of mixed race. They, they had, you know, maybe, you know, the dad, uh, the, the, the mother is, uh, white and dad is black. And so you have a lot of the kids who are of, of lighter complexion and you could tell that they would just all worry about their hair and just, you know, you could tell like the teachers just seemed to, to me, like, they had more, like, they were favoring other children. You know, they would talk about the hair and stuff like that and just give them all types of praises. And then for me, I just felt like, ah, I was just like this little girl who just kind of stood out. And this was one of those times I couldn't understand my identity. Um, you know, you would see these cute little, you know, um, you would see these cute little dolls and it made me think about the dolls again and the long hair and the blue eyes and stuff like that. And I told my dad that I wanted to be different. You know, I wanted to have the long hair and I want, how can I get blue eyes? And my dad was like, what? You can't do that. Like, what's wrong with you? And I explained it to him. And my dad always talked about the importance of your own natural beauty and finding your own identity and, you know, my mother was, I think she was, yeah, she was still putting a hot comb in my hair, but at this point, I'm 11, and here comes the Just For Me commercial. You know, you see the cute girls, you know, wearing, wearing their little, you see her hair straight, and you can see the mother, you know, have her hair curled, and she's messing with it. Every other commercial was that Just For Me commercial, and it was these three girls dancing and they talking about how their hair is just really cute. And, you know, it's, uh, it's just, you know, you put this relaxer in your hair and you're good. You know what I'm saying? So I kept begging my parents, can I get a relaxer? Can I get a relaxer? I want to get a relaxer. And my dad was just like, okay, whatever. If that's what she wants, just give it to her. My mother finally agreed to it. And my mother put a relaxer in my hair. And needless to say, after that relaxer was put in my hair, it was not what I expected to be. It looked nothing like, (laughs) it looked nothing like what was on that, um, on the box and what was in the commercial. But come to find out, I heard that those girls that was in that commercial, they didn't even have a relaxer in their hair. I heard that they just got a really good silk press. So all this time we've been lied to, (laughs) but whatever. But I used to do my hair in different ways and my mother would kind of cringe because she was like, ooh, you need to do your hair before you go out, um, before you go out and do all that other stuff. And I'm like, but ma, why do I have to sit here and do my hair? Like I try to get the relaxer. I didn't like it. So now I'm just going to find something that, you know, makes me happy. And... I did my hair in different ways I had my hair to the side I had my hair up in a bun I had my hair you know um, I never did braids I think I finally did a set of braids in my hair when I was like 15 years old because I did the crochet braids but I just did my hair in different ways and when I tell you I was frying my hair I used to also put that brown gel in my hair you know the brown gel i'm talking about i think it was called procon or econ you could get it from the dollar store now that's just ugh, that that let you know that's already bad it had all types of alcohol in it it would make your hair hard some people did finger waves with it back then or the pineapple crunch scrunchies and oh child it was just a dangerous product but we were just using it because you know we just need to put our hair in some type of way and it would make your hair hard and sometimes it would make your hair last for at least maybe a couple of days with that gel in your hair before you washed it, you know. Um some of us were crazy enough to comb our hair even with the with the hard gel in that in your hair. So needless to say, by the time I was like thirteen, my hair was broken off so bad and I was in the eighth grade. Um by the time the ninth grade came around I had done my own relaxer. Um And by the time I was 15, I started to like wrap my hair and I would wrap it. I would roll it. I would put a hot comb, not hot comb, excuse me. I would do curlers and then I would do a relaxer every, wouldn't do it every six weeks. Probably did it like every, mm, every two months. And then as I got older, my hair started to get longer because I found out how to really take care of my hair and treat it. And my dad would be like, oh, can you do my hair? So I would, you know, either do a cornrows in his hair or I would just wash his hair, put some oil in his scalp or something like that. Um, and then eventually it, it um, I started doing my mother's hair. And here we are now. Fast forward we're here in 2023. I'm doing, well, when my twins want their hair done and they don't want to go to the salon, it's me um their grandmother takes them to the salon but I do their hair I've um bleached the back of their hair they like that that idea where it's like a section of their hair is bleached so I do um I bleach their hair in the back but they've never had a relaxer. Um I've done silk presses in their hair I've done soft locks I've done braids I've done knotless braids I've done box braids um I've done the cornrows Um, Because my mother was like, you got to do the hair. You got to do the hair. And both of their grandmothers were like, you got to do the hair. They got to look a certain way. And I'm just like, I don't understand why you guys make it seem like they just have to have their hair done. Then you get into the workforce and you see how, you know, these jobs and certain places will judge you on your hair. We've even seen on TV and in social media, we've seen Beyonce throughout the years. Just throwing I'm throwing Beyonce and Jay-Z out for a reason. We've seen Beyonce be this girl who has been in the forefront and she's worn her hair long. She's worn her hair short. A lot of people weren't feeling the short look, but she wore her hair with the braids in the front, and then her hair would be straight in the back. She's gone through some different hair phases herself, and they've looked pretty nice um but you know people doll up beyonce, and you could tell between Beyonce and her mom that they that I think they knew what it is that they wanted wanted her to look like, but I guess because of the pressures of the music industry and everything, she has to look a certain way, correct same thing with Kelly, okay. I think Kelly and Beyonce, to me, they have the same stardom. But I think that Beyonce was pushed even more because of her features. Okay? And her hair. So Beyonce has a little girl. Blue. Blue is gorgeous. But Blue wore her hair how she wanted to wear her hair. raven Simone sometimes wore her hair the way she wanted to wear her hair. Keisha Naipulliam Wore her hair how she wanted to wear her hair, but for some reason, when Blue wore her hair different ways, when her parents made the decision on how they wanted her to wear her hair, she got blasted for it. And I always found it disgusting how adults and different races were talking about Blue Ivy's hair, and we saw the downfall of 106 in Park and Karuchi Tran when they made that snarky comment about Beyonce's hair. And that that stuff was super dirty. I, I didn't like that. We've also seen um Jay Z over the years. You know, he normally wears shortcut, shape up, we're good, you know. And over the years now he's doing the freeform locks. Um, if you don't know what free-form is, it's basically you're just letting the hair grow and set how it wants to. You're not doing anything to it. It's just setting setting itself the way it is. We see that in the South as well. We see a lot. Um, I've witnessed a lot of men who have, especially down in like Tallahassee, a lot of them, you know, do the free-form uh, locks. We've seen that. Um, Cam Newton is somebody who also does free-form locks. Now, I remember, um, I remember when, I remember Ricky Smiley, um, who was my favorite comedian. Ricky Smiley had locks in his hair. I could, you know, he started wearing them. He would wear like little plaits and stuff and then he eventually had like locks in his hair. But Steve Harvey talked to him and told him, hey, man, you got to get rid of the locks. Nobody's going to take you serious with locks. And he got rid of his locks, and then he also did that with some of his family members. He told them that they had to get rid of their locks in order for people to take them serious. Now, I disagree with that. I really do. Um, I don't fe- I feel like you should not be discriminated against because of how, uh, because of how your hair is. Hair is an extension of that particular person, of their personality, their freedom to do what it is that they want to do with their hair. I mean, it's not like he's like, you know, Marlon Wayans off a of Don't Be a Menace. He, the man had a pacifier hanging off, a little gun thing dangling off, a little air freshener hanging off, some borex hanging off, a condom hanging off. I mean, stuff like that is crazy. That's when I'm like, okay, wait a minute, what now? What are you doing? <laughs> but I understand that we should have a clean cut appearance especially if we are sitting at work or if we have to deal with the public. But I don't feel like you should be discriminated against because of your hair. Why if it's taken away if it's not taken away from the production of the job, why do I have to change Okay, I'm sorry, y'all. I'm going through hiccups and my allergies are bothering me. I'm sorry, y'all. But why do we feel as if we have to discriminate against somebody because of their hair? Is that really going to stop your day? It's just kind of weird. Blue Ivy was a little girl. And people in the media were sitting here making topics and discussions about a little girl and her choice of hairstyle When the hell did we get so disgusting like that So getting back to the point of this little girl in the in in that office And maybe I'm maybe I'm reaching but I hate I just couldn't stand to see that look on that little girl's face. She felt so good about herself. She was just having a good day. Playing around. She went into that office to do do something that the teacher told her to do. And this woman had all, all types of mean stuff to say to her. I'm just like, girl, you can't be that damn disgusting. Like, who does that? I wanted to say something to that lady so bad. But I knew that it would have went so far. Um So my youngest daughter And I We have locks A couple years ago My daughter came to me I used to always do her hair in cornrows And little plaits And stuff like that And she came to me one day And she said mommy I would like locks in my hair I said why Why do you want locks You want locks because everybody else is doing it And she was like no I just I just want locks. And I'm like, okay, well, you know, once you put locks in your hair, that's a permanent type of style. You sure that's what you want? And she said, yeah. So my mom was like, no, I don't think locks would be cute. I think you need to just, you know, cornrow her hair. Just keep cornrowing it. And I said, but mom... Why do we do that? Well, I don't like locks, Ma- Yamina. I don't like natural hair. I, I just don't think it looks good. And I'm like, but can you explain why you don't think it looks good? I just don't think it looks good, Yamina. I, I, I just don't, and I'm like, but why? You know, and I'm like, are you used to how somebody hair is straight and stuff like that? Because she's not gonna do straight hair. She don't like it. We tried it, she don't like it. I don't like it for her, so I'm just doing, you know, cornrows and and braids. But now she wants locks. I'm kind of considering it. If that's what she wants and she knows that she's going to do that, that's fine. Because I noticed when I would do my daughter's hair, when I used to do it in the braids, she would literally mess up her hair purposefully. And And I could tell when my daughter's in deep thought or when something is bothering her, she picks at her hair. Like, she would pick at it so much that little hairballs would come out. And I told my daughter, like, if you're going through something, if you're thinking about something, if you're stressed out about something, you know, you got to tell me. We got to talk about it. But, you know, she just was like, no. And to this day, she still does it. I think it's just a, a, a thing that she's going through. You know, I think when we all are going through some type of stress, we bite our nails. I know for me, I'm still biting my nails after all these many years. I don't do it as much. But every once in a while, once I see a certain length on my nails, I bite them down. It's it's a problem and I know I need to fix that, but eventually I will, right? So, you know, my mom will sit there and she'll just keep, you know, saying, I, I just don't like this stuff for you guys. So back in 20, 2014. I decided to stop putting relaxers in my hair. I stopped it. I said, I don't want this anymore. I had gotten some braids in my hair. And I did something wrong. I took all the braids out. And I tried to comb it. And I didn't um, remove the residue and that buildup that was in my hair. So, it got really matted and tangled. And I struggled so hard to take it out. Then I put a relaxer in my hair. And it was a whole mess, y'all. And... I just finally said, you know what, no more relaxers, no more anything. And I never looked back in 2014. Okay. We're almost at 10 years now that I've been natural. And um, I would still do my blowouts. I would wash my hair, blow it out. And then I started looking at YouTube and I saw that people were doing like cute washing and goes and stuff like that. And I said, I'm going to try it. Um, but my hair is so full And I'm thankful for that, that, um, you know, I stopped doing the blowouts. I said, I'm gonna stop adding heat to my hair and my hair was already full. So imagine when I stopped putting heat in it, it just got fuller. And, you know, between my twin's hair, my, my youngest daughter, I cut my boy's hair. Um, they have autism, so they have very, uh, serious sensory issues. So going to a a barbershop is out of the question. Um, and doing my mother's hair. By the time I got to my hair, I was getting so frustrated. I even launched my YouTube channel doing natural hairstyles and doing different hair techniques. And some of my videos were getting good views. They were. But by the time I had to do everybody's hair, do housework, do homework, do everything with everybody else, I stopped recording. And it's been a couple years now. And I Um, I did the curly cut video that got a lot of views and I just stopped recording and I feel bad and I want to go back to recording, but I can't do much about natural hair anymore because now I have locks and I've had locks for a year. My daughter has had her locks for two years and it's the best decision of doing locks for my daughter because she loves them. You know, I retwist her hair. I style her hair. And she just loves them, and if she loves them, I'm happy for her. For me, when I did locks, even going through the beginning stages, you know, dealing with the changes of the locks, I like it. You know, I love my locks. I can um, I my my good friend Dina, she retwists my locks, and um, now that my hair is pretty much fully locked. I can go in there a little bit more to um, have her retwist it because I do like for it to look at least presentable. Um, I'm always doing my hair. But I would hate, and I've told my mother about this, please don't judge my kids on how their hair looks. It's not going to be every day that they're going to want their hair done. As far as my boys are concerned and the struggles that I have to go through, especially with my older son, um, he hears that, hair clipper and he's screaming, he's crying. My neighbors probably think I'm killing the boy when I'm sitting there doing his hair. It's just that he's very super sensitive. And until you have a child that has sensory issues, you know, whether it's from autism or from something else, then you'll understand, I can't frequently cut my son's hair like I'd like to. Okay? I'd love to have somebody somebody else cut my son's hair But because of fear of him being judged and just giving somebody else a hard time, I deal with it. So I've told my mother, please don't come in here trying to judge me because of how his hair is not cut. You don't know what I'm going through. You don't know what it puts me through. I don't think that we should be judged on our hair, okay? Hair has always been a major, major, major feature in African-American culture. African culture. Our ancestors, ancestors wore their hair in cornrows, beautiful styles. Some were free form. We've been doing this for hundreds, thousands of years. That won't stop us from getting our jobs done. That won't stop us from being in a relationship. That won't stop us from birthing children. That won't stop us from being productive. It shouldn't. We should not be based on how we do our hair. The clothes that we wear, the shoes that we wear. If you're judging somebody based on their appearance, then maybe you should take a a moment to look at yourself. Cause whatever your perception of life is, is not how my perception of life is. I'm raising my children to have that freedom that versatility don't let somebody put you in a box don't of course I'm going to give them pointers on how they should do certain things but I'm not going to tell them to wear cornrows all their life or wear locks all their life hell it could be a moment where I say you know what I don't want locks anymore I want to go and 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 enjoy my um grade of hair and enjoy my natural curls I may want to do that and I may go back to that and I'll just cut all my locks off because I'm definitely not combing my locks out but that's my prerogative and that's the same thing that I want my children to understand Um, I think that we should not judge people I, I keep saying that I don't think we should judge people off of their looks especially a little kid you don't know what's going on in their household while somebody is not able to do their hair we don't know the situation. Now, if you want to sit here and volunteer to do their hair, then you volunteer and see if the parents are okay with that. We don't know if it's a single dad that's taking care of the little girl, why, why her hair may not be done to your liking. But then again, you really should just simply mind your business. And don't sit here and tear a young child down. We as adults are trying, we, sh- we, we should be helping the foundation of that child to grow into a teenager and into a young adult and into the adult that they're going to be. If we're sitting here judging them from from a young age or if we as adults and we're giving these kids jobs and we're judging them on their hair and how they're looking, we're taking away from their identity because they don't know what their identity is. Or whatever it is that they thought their identity was supposed to be, now it's it's twisted because of the judgments and the and the and the, and the lack of of influence that were given to them. So I'm just sitting here thinking about hair and the crown act and um all these states. Not every state has has adapted to this act i don't think every state has adapted to this act but i think that is something that should definitely be talked about um because i for one am not going to be wearing relaxed hair all the time and letting all these different ads and stuff mold me into what i think i should look like i did that when i was a young kid and I finally was able, after all these many years, to be comfortable in the hair that I'm in. Like I said, I have locks now. I love my locks. I'm thankful to have this head full of hair that's in my head. <laughs> I'm very thankful for that. But I don't wanna tell my daughters that you can't do this than the other. Thankfully, our hair and how it is now gives us some flexibility. You know, we have, there's wigs out here now, there's weaves, there's different things. I mean, black people came up with so many wonderful, innovative ideas to do hair. So we have that flexibility. We have those options. We even have people, unfortunately, who are mimicking the black aesthetic. You know, we can talk about cultural appropriation where you have, you know, people of other races, uh, Indian descent, uh, Caucasian descent, Armenian descent, who are, you know, wearing cornrows and Bantu knots and... uh, It's, um, it's interesting, but it seems like once people who were not of African-American descent wear these styles, now all of a sudden it's acceptable. What used to be unattractive, not acceptable, not well kept, it's now something acceptable? Now you're seeing it in the runways. Now you're seeing it on TV more. Now you see you know people who are not of African American descent rocking around with it, and it's just like what? We've had women of African American descent be so brainwashed again, brainwashed and conditioned to believe that light skin, long hair, blonde hair blue eyes was the norm. It took away from my identity. And like I said, it took away from mine because I thought that's what it was. And it wasn't until my dad was, was trying to explain, no, Yamina, that's not what it is. You're, you're, you're different. You're okay. It's okay to be different. So, like I said, for years, I've seen afros, you know, afros started to come back. Afros had always really been around, but you would see it like around like the the, the 90s because I didn't see it in the 70s. I wasn't even born in the 70s, but you would see how in the in the 90s, the Afro was starting to come back. Little tiny Afros, but then they started to get bigger and bigger. You see somebody like Ludacris who came out in 2000, he had those little shape-ups and the kind of like the um, exaggerated sideburns, but this big old fro that was very nicely well-kept. You see um, George Clinton, you know, he had braids in his hair and then he had some colorful pieces that were added to his hair. You you know, he had braids. You see Patricia Russian, she had the braids and she had those big beads from the top to the bottom of her hair and it was just long. You see, um, Stevie Wonder, he would wear his hair with, you know, the braids and some beads at the end. You see Bill Cosby, you know, you would see him with, you know, just a, a little fro cut. You see Steve Harvey with this little fro cut. Um... You see Claire Huxtable. She wore her hair. She had it kind of short with some curls. Then you would see it a little bit longer, like shoulder length. And then she would have these loose curls. And they were just absolutely drop-dead gorgeous. Because Felicia Rashad is just absolutely beautiful. Debbie Allen wore the same thing. Then you had Jada Pinkett. I've talked about Jada Pinkett before. Jada Pinkett had so many different styles. She had the short haircut. She had the braids with the little honeycombs at the end. You see her now, um, she wore, um, the, the bob braids and set it off, which was a hot design. you've seen her wear, um, kind of like blonde hair. You've seen her wear, uh, black hair. She's had the finger waves and now she is, um, very, very low bald cut Um, unfortunately, due to her alopecia. But the girl, the woman can rock any type of style. I don't take that away from her. I think she's absolutely gorgeous. Um, I know someone, I know a few women who could wear their hair any type of way and they rock it. They kill it. But I love the way that we're able to be versatile in our different styles. I just hate that you know, when we do it, it's not cute. It wasn't well kept. You've made people feel like we have to rock these certain styles in order to be accepted. The long hair. You know, you got some women of color who are actually wearing colored contacts because they feel like they're supposed to have gray eyes or green eyes. Blue eyes. And then they put these pieces in their hair because they feel like that's what they're supposed to wear. They're supposed to look like that. You've done this for many, many years. And then you have somebody of European descent. We'll say it like that. That sits here and they'll wear their hair. Rachel will I'll, I'll put it out there. And then to add insult to injury. You try to make it seem like... She was of some type of African-American descent. That's crazy. And in a sense, she's lost her identity. You know what I'm saying? After she was put on blast for her identity, she was put out on blast, and then all of a sudden, she just kind of went through a downward spiral. I feel like... Oh, excuse me. I'll take that back. Let me finish my point. She sat here. She had the the curly hair. She was acting as if she was of some certain aesthetic. And she wasn't. She lost her identity. You have some woman... And we've seen... It's just taken away. You got women out here bleaching their skin. Because, again, they can't accept the skin that they were born in it's pretty bothersome very bothersome because we shouldn't be conditioned that way so while I'm thankful for the Crown Act shout out to the Crown Coalition and Dove for doing this I think we still have a lot to go Shout out to a lot of the natural hairstylists. There's so many to name. That allowed children and people. Just any walk of life to. You know. Especially people who wear their natural hairstyles. To embrace. Their styles. I'm very happy for that. Still got a ways to go. Um But. I believe that we all should wear our crowns and wear them happily. Whether it's straight hair, whether it's curly hair, whether it's braids, whether it's twists, whether it's soft locks, whether it's faux locks, short haircut, mohawks. Know your identity. Nobody is going to have your identity but you. Some may try to mimic it. But it's what you are. It's what makes you, you. Because if you don't even know yourself, you can't really put yourself out there for other people to try to get to know you. You know what I'm saying? So wear your crown and wear it respectively. And wear it with pride. That's just my two cents. my My little thoughts on the Crown Act and, you know, what I've seen over the years. So... If you have reached this point of my podcast, thank you so much for listening. If you like what you hear, you can follow me on Spotify. I am also going to put this on my Facebook um, account. You can find me on Facebook at Yamina Lucky Lefty McGee. Um, You can also find me on Instagram at Yayamina. And I'm also on YouTube as Yayamina. I'll eventually start um, putting these, if I can, start putting these in video form and putting them on my YouTube channel. Um, because I need to get some, um, get some more traffic over there. And um, I will see you in my next podcast. You never know what I'm going to be talking about. My mind wanders a lot and whatever pops up, like the Powerball ball, (laughs) I'm going to talk about it. Until then, thank you so much for listening. Talk to you later. Bye.